Disney presents... Dis Talk. Bonus episode. So in episode two, we didn't have time to include all of the updates or maybe new things we would bring to the park. Hence, the bonus episode. So we hope you enjoy it. Take it away, Terry. So we also had some attractions that we want to see come to the parks. Um, my first attraction that I want to see is like... So you know how they have like the Animation Academy where you like learn how to draw a character? I want something... Probably at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> um, yep. I want something at studios that brings back like the magic of animation back when studios was a working animation studio. Yeah. I want like an animation crash course where you go from like storyboard to um, multiplane camera shooting, like use use the multiplane like Walt did back in the Come day. Come on, knowledge. I want something like that and it's like interactive where you go with like your group it's like oh how many in your party oh go over to like station four or like row five and you go through you have cast members leading you through the entire process from like storyboarding to um animation to final product and it's something that you can purchase from like your photo pass like your storyboarded like your little Mm -hmm. animation like your 30 second minute animation that you did during the class. A thousand percent. Yes. Cool. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best idea of the day, Terry. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure y'all are going to have incredible things to say. Not nearly as good. That was, that was was good, Terry. I like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, let's start with Bria and then we'll just work our way around the, uh, the horn. So Bria, what you got? I might as well stay at Hollywood Studios since we're there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to talk about Galaxy's Edge a little bit, which is funny because <laughs> it's a brand new place. So why am I, <laughs> who am I to edit it? But <laughs> um, it's beautiful. When it was first being talked about, though, um, I was really excited for the discussion of how cast members were going to be able to know how well you performed in Smuggler's Run. Mm. And uh, so I don't know if I count this as an attraction or not, but I would actually like to see that fulfilled. So if you've ever been on Smuggler's Run, um, you know that it's basically a better version of Mission Space. Um, where each person is given a role and actually that role does like how well you do either pilot, gunner, engineer, um, it does impact the course of your ride. Like what footage you're seeing being played during the ride. Are you still going to get a pretty similar ending to everyone else? Yes. Um, the only differences are like the scores that you have. Or like how much coaxium you get at the end, which I think varies from one, two, three at most. How how much what you get at the end? Coaxium. That's what you're collecting. Is is that what the Aflac guy gives you at the end of the commercial? I I I didn't think I knew that. (laughs) Have you seen Solo? Uh, I have seen Solo, but I've only seen it once though. 
that's okay. But yeah, they, they cover <laughs> it there. Yeah. Okay. But that's yeah, what yeah. you're collecting in the smuggler's <laughs> run ride. And uh, like in early drafts, Disney was talking about how if you would go into Oga's Cantina, I guess through magic band technology, they'd be able to see how well you actually performed in Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. So they'd be able to banter with you about it and like give you a hard time if you crashed the ship or like congratulate you if you were a great gunner. And I thought that was like such an interesting, like unique aspect um, for cast members to be able to interact with guests. And uh, of course, when it opened back, like when it officially opened, we didn't really have that level of uh, interact uh, interaction. And of course, they've done a great job being able to use technology still throughout this park, like especially with the Disney Play app. Like my husband, I use that all the time to decode like the language around the land or to hack into things and like queue lines. And I can mm-hmm. talk more about that and future videos, but, uh, or future podcasts. So this, is, this isn't TikTok, Bria. <laughs> I know. I'm just staring at you all. So we're, we're being recorded currently, but, um, but anyway, I think that if we went back to that original idea of being able to like, actually have more like your score being more important in the end and being more crucial, um, that would be phenomenal. So, yeah. Well, I've got good news for you, Bria. Um, that's a lot of what you're talking about is going to happen. Oh my with, gosh. With the hotel. So yeah. people who are staying at the hotel, uh, and the hotel is going to be kind of like a cruise. Like you're not really allowed to leave your, the hotel. Oh, uh, you're real. No, it's it's true. It's true. You're really supposed to be at the hotel, and 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 if you want to get off, you can go to Galaxy's Edge, but you're not really supposed to like go to other Disney parks. It's it's basically like I'm getting on this like yep I'm like I'm getting on this spaceship, and I'm gonna experience all the things the spaceship has to offer. Mm-hmm. I can I can I can go to Galaxy's Edge and do A, B, C, and D, but it's really supposed to be interactive stuff with this new Star Wars hotel. That yeah. is gonna cost so much to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. for uh I think for like uh well for one like a three day kind of thing, I think it costs about three thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think the least amount you can stay is like two days. You have to book right. two days minimum. I think is what I heard somewhere. I could yeah. be wrong. I think I think it's I think it's th- I think it's three days, Terry. Is it only, three? Yeah, only only because I think that's the length. That's the length of that's the length of of your of your of your cruise or trip yeah, or right. however you want to wherever you want to call it. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. Bucket list. Bucket list. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yep. So if you want to sponsor our trip to the uh, <laughs> to the Star Wars hotel, you can, you, you can find us at. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All right, Liz. What is your attraction that you want to see come to the parks? Okay, so I kind of went like way out there. So okay, I'm ready. Let's do it. So. Um, I did a little bit of research and I learned, and maybe you guys know this, um, but Disney invested in GoPro. 
So Disney has kind of an investment arm of the company where they um, put money into these different, not necessarily startup, but startup type venture capitalists kind of things. Um, and GoPro was one of them. And so I think it would be way cool to have some sort of experience where you could go to a park and check out a GoPro um, for like a certain amount of time and then, um, you know, use it on a ride or whatever you're doing throughout the day. And then that footage is on your photo pass, kind of like you were saying with the animation thing. Yeah. Um, And so it gives you kind of a taste of like, here's what a cool GoPro camera can do that your phone can't do or whatever. Wow. And really kind of sell that GoPro experience. Mm. Um, And then you get to keep that footage. And then it's like a walking commercial for GoPro. Good grief. That's awesome. So remember when you were like, oh, this is going to be so out there. And like, it's probably not good. (laughs) That's an incredible idea. What? No. Oh, good. <laughs> well, no, it's it no, it's a terrible idea, Liz, because then people are gonna take our job as freaking <laughs> TikTokers who like go to the parks. And, like, I don't need to watch your TikTok. I've got it right here on my on my GoPro right. app. But, they, but they'll have I to know. continue to pay for the GoPro oh, when we can true. just make our TikToks. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But that's yeah. that's a really cool idea. I like that a lot. I like it too. Sage, what do you got? So uh, mine kind of um, has to do with what Bria was talking about for the very first uh, segment. Um, It is no longer around, but I would like to bring it back a little bit and mix it up. So I think it was called Sorcerers of the Kingdom? Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Of the Magic Kingdom. It's called Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, and uh, it's very similar to the uh, Agent P kind of like check out, uh, you know, uh, you have that cell phone around World Showcase at Epcot, and you and we you know when you type in something, something happens, uh, whether whether it's Doofenshmirtz showing up at a window or whatever. But Sorcerers of the Kingdom, you have these little like almost if you're familiar with like Pokemon, you have these like little cards that you could like. L- put it in front of a camera, uh, like like a, I guess or like a window, and then something would happen inside that window. Um, but I was so, when I, the first time I did it, I was so disappointed. I wanted the window, I wanted, wanted something happened. Wa- wanted something to happen that was more like uh, mat- material or realistic. Mm-hmm. It was very, it was all like, everything is done with screens. And mm-hmm. I, I struggle with screens. Uh, like, it was like, oh, Cruella Deville showed up, and she's like in her old cartoon fashion, and she's and there's basically like a clip of the movie that they did, and then like kind of like, uh, uh, you know, they put just synced new dialogue up to it. I was like, Disney, you can do better. So I would love, I would love a new Disney attraction that is able to maybe throw in some really cool. I, I don't know, like you hold up your magic band and like you're on a journey or something like that. Magic bands, I guess, are going away from what I hear. Yeah. Um, and or you you hold up your phone and then an animatronic appears out of the window. Or maybe maybe we we'll even get as far as live actors, like live actors mm. come out and like say something to you and give you the next clue, and then you move on to your next thing. So maybe it's like a combination of the of Hunch No More and Bria's. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like so yeah, it's it's very it's I I I I loved the idea of like choosing your own adventure, taking the taking your your you know your 
little items from every single land, going to the next clue and then figuring out what comes next. Yeah. And, but I want the thing, the clues that are given to you to be more Disney and exciting and like, boom, we're here, we're there. Uh, here's some live actors. Oh gosh, I, I, this would be a lot of money, so I'm sure Disney's not gonna do it. Oh no, uh, oh no, Jafar is gonna take over uh, my cell phone. I've gotta press this button. Fireworks, and then, <laughs> gosh. you know, things like that. I think that would be super fun. So that's that's I think a, that's a fun attraction that I would love to see happen. Just something like Sources of the Magic Kingdom, but just a little more, um, with a little more pizzazz. Pizzazz. Yeah. That's well, a good word. Magic Kingdom has sort of a version like that. I don't know if they still have it up and running. I mean, they don't have anything with fireworks, of course. But do you guys remember the pirate adventure that they have? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the closest that I can think of right now to a Magic Kingdom one. Um, so yeah, we know yeah. that they can do that. Yes, no, exactly. But I would love to see it throughout the entire park. Right. And maybe incorporate some live aspects to it. I think that'd be super cool. Absolutely. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, the pirate adventure was a lot of fun. And at the end, like, after you completed so many, like, they gave you a fast pass. Like, that yes. was so cool. Like, the paper cool. the paper fast passes? Oh, my gosh. Right. Remember those? Throwback. Oh, throwback. Um, the good old days. Hashtag throwback <laughs> Thursday for those of you at midnight right now. <laughs> uh, again, as a single tear rolls down Liz's face. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that feeling when you're leaving Disneyland, or sorry, when you're in Disneyland and somebody's leaving and they're like, hey, we have these fast passes oh, right now that we're not gosh. using, we're not going to use, do you want them? And you're like, oh my God. That was the best feeling yes. in the world. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so for my second attraction, um, I actually have, of course, I have a third one, but which is an honorable mention. But um, my honorable mention, I'm just going to mention it real quick. Uh, I want a llama petting zoo that needs to be at <laughs> you Christmas and your Korea. llamas. What is it? I love the Emperor's New Groove, and llamas are adorable. Put them in the parks. Have a good day. Um, <laughs> that's why it is an honorable mention. I don't, Mic I don't drop. feel super strong about it, but if it happened, I'd be really happy. Um, but like for the actual attraction that I want, um, I want so. Magic Kingdom in Orlando has uh, like the Keys to the Kingdom tour, which is a really in-depth tour that takes you, it gives you like some history and takes you backstage. Um, but it is, it's a pretty pricey tour. Um, so I want people to be able to experience something like a Keys to the Kingdom, but at a significantly reduced or included price point so like a, a tour that um is like the keys to the kingdom tour light um kind of like i think they used to do tours of like carthay circle where there'd be someone who out at dca where um like a tour guide would just be like hey we have a tour at like three and it's free it's included in your admission and they'll just take you around carthay circle they'll give you some history about like um the place that it was modeled after and also some of the details of the actual building. Um, but I want that at Magic Kingdom where it's like something that is just like a little extra magic, but it doesn't cost too much extra or it's included in the price of admission. Um, and I think it would be accessible. It's a gateway 
uh, it's like if you liked this tour, like we also have a more in-depth like Keys to the Kingdom. So it's kind of like an appetizer for the full-on Keys to the Kingdom tour. But that's that's what I'd want, I think. And they should hire me as the tour guide of that one. Listen. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's the tours are fun. I've done one in yeah. Disneyland and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Bria, what's what else you got for attractions? Okay, so I know that the line between rides and, or not rides, the line between shows and attractions is kind of blurry. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you guys real quick, Tiki Room, ride or an attraction? Attraction. Anything that has, that is is animatronics or robots, they are, they're they're attractions like, or like, uh, um, uh gosh oh gosh carousel of progress tiki room those are all attractions Mm -hmm. citizens of hollywood i would consider atmosphere but because they have live actors that's a show so anything that has animatronics that you sit down in a theater that's an attraction okay that's what i thought but i just thought i'd clarify it for the people out there that this is an attraction not a show um well it is a show but okay, you're, li- you're literally <laughs> confusing me. I'm in the podcast. Just tell us what it is and we'll right. what is it? Right. Exactly. Tiki room. Okay, so Terry, I know this is your favorite attraction. My ever. absolute favorite. Wait, Tiki Room is your favorite attraction? No. <laughs> no, he passed it earlier. Remember? I did. One hundred percent. No, I don't need either of them in my life. But thank you. <laughs> I will say, okay, the Tiki Room merch is super cool. I'll say that. It is. That is true. I just yeah, like the show. Anyway, Bria, go ahead. I love Tiki Room, but I think that it would be so much better with some improvement. And I'm not talking about the overhaul that they tried to do. Under back new management. In, oh my gosh, which was terrible in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, where it was like Iago and Zazu were the hosts. Yep. Yeah. And there's only so much of Iago I can stand at yeah. a time. There's a reason he's a sidekick. This was actually the first version of the show that I ever watched for Tiki Room. Oh, oh no. And so I thought I hated this show. Um, but, you know, God himself had to burn Iago in 2011 <laughs> so that we could go back to normal. And, and now I would like to hold hands in prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for burning Iago. Oh my gosh. But okay, so where I'm going with this is that I think we need a refurb on the Tiki Room, but I think we need the Tokyo Disneyland version where we have Stitch. So. In Tokyo Disneyland, what? in 2008, right. they came up with Stitch Presents Aloha Ikumomai. Um, and it's basically Stitch, like, being welcomed into the Tiki Room family. His alo- like his Ohana. And he get- he's an animatronic. That's and he has-, he has his little Hawaiian shirt. And he has a little ukulele. And he plays along in the Tiki Room. Why do we not have that updated version? We That's literally had Stitch's Great Escape, which uh, if you missed it, 
you weren't missing much. The best thing about that attraction was the fact that you got to see Stitch <laughs> as an animatronic. Like he was so cool. The rest of it was just a really lame experience. Sorry if you loved it. Um, but I love Stitch and the fact that that was the only representation really of him in the park besides like some meet and greet moments. Mm -hmm. It made me kind of sad and then they just took it out. And I was like, okay, well we need something else. And that's always been where my mind's gone. I'm like, they know how to make that animatronic. They can put him in the tiki room so easily. Like, just, just do it, do it. There is so much Stitch merchandise in the park. So much, but and he's no nowhere. representation. Yeah, well, unpopular opinion, I'm not, I don't really like Stitch. Me either, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on that same train list. So I don't, whenever I see the merch, I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. But do but do you do you remember? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. oh, as oh, po podcast listeners, you can't see this, but Bria is literally crying and holding a Stitch <laughs> doll. Um, but do, do you do you remember when uh, uh, I guess Stitch took over the castle and he and he TP'd the castle? Yes. That. <laughs> That was like it's funny unless that was like your first time seeing your the only time. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's yeah. not very funny. Like uh, honestly, yeah. I would have taken a TP castle over a tarp that has images on the castle. <laughs> Touche. I mean, yeah. fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Good but point. no, but yeah. Sorry, go ahead, uh, Bria. No, that's pretty much where I am. Uh, stitch representation in Tiki Room. Liz, what's your second attraction? Okay, so this is another kind of out there situation. But when Disney purchased Fox and that whole thing happened, um, they acquired National Geographic. Mm -hmm. And um, I am kind of um, an education nerd at heart. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely I'm a nerd. Um, and I love National Geographic. I love like nature documentaries and all that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. i feel like um it would be way cool kind of like not a ride like soren but maybe like a a big screen or maybe vr experience something like that where you get to um transport to a place in the world and National Geographic has footage of that place and it feels like you're walking there. So like mm. maybe you're on a trail at Mesa Verde um, or something. And it's like you're walking down there and you're seeing the ruins and, um, you know, learning about Native Americans or something. I realize that that's probably not going to appeal to the masses. That would probably never have a line, but I would always be there. But or, it'd be like using void technology. Yes. Yes, very Ooh, much like that. So yes. like places where people may never get to go, like Antarctica or something like that. Sure. And it, you, you get to feel like you're there and you see the wildlife and you see what everything looks like and you're learning about it. And it would have to be narrated by um, David Attenborough. Yeah, yeah. But I love I that idea, though. That one's kind of like most people probably wouldn't super enjoy that, but... I would super, I get a kick out of like going to natural history museums and stuff like that. Here's the thing. I think it would actually do really well if you put it at like Disney Springs or downtown Disney. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the yes. parks. But I, it think, would, I think it would do well at Epcot because they're, 
they're it's all about different places and especially oh, yeah. because they have a nature a, a national geographic kind of film that replaced the uh lion king uh, uh oh, yeah. the lion yeah, yeah. king conservation um film mm -hmm. it's now like a, a, a national geographic nature film i have not seen it yet but i i think it could do well at epcot as well yeah absolutely i think it would also do really well um if stitch was in it um stitch narrates uh your experience yeah only if jeff daniels is in it too <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're, we are we are really good at like running jokes. That's all. That's what I'll give that's us. That's our thing. Yeah, that, that's our thing. Sage, what is your attraction? Your second attraction. So my final attraction is um, uh, again something that is already existing, and I'm getting rid of it. It's oh. gone. Uh, and again, this is Disney World um, because that's. Just what I know. Uh, I'm getting rid of all of Dinorama. Yep. All of it. Throw the whole thing away. Uh, I, and I would, I would consider that an attraction. I don't, I don't consider because um, uh, the uh, Primeval World is already gone, mm -hmm. so I, I can't count that as a ride. And uh, Triceratops Spin is a magic. Uh, is, is uh, uh, Aladdin carpet magic, whatever, like uh -huh. or, or or Dumbo with a Triceratops. So I'm not counting that as a ride either, because whatever. So uh, I'm getting rid of that um, just in general. And okay. So uh, what I'm going to replace it with is uh, if you've ever seen the original Animal Kingdom logo, you see. Uh, uh, a, a bunch of different animals, but you also see a dragon. Yeah, you do. Because originally, uh, Animal Kingdom was supposed to, to do of was supposed to be about all creatures, including mythical creatures. Yep. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that was even showcased in the original boat tour they had around. Where I think at one point you went through a cave. Yeah. You saw a cave and like smoke blew out, and you're like, oh, it's a dragon. So I would like to bring some sort of dragon attraction there. The original concept uh, behind uh, concept behind Chester and Hester's was that it was um, uh, there were so many people. There are so many uh, uh, okay, oh, paleontologists. That's that's people who study dinosaurs, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. There's so many paleontologists that were, and like tourists that were visiting uh, dinosaur. This this. Uh, exhibit that they were having uh which is what the, the ride was that uh that chester and hester was like hey you know what we need there's so many people here we can create a theme park and that's why the joe i don't know who i don't i don't know if it's joe roadie or someone else but they were like oh we can create a uh a theme park here and that's how they created chester and hester's that's the backstory behind it all and that's why you can see a highway uh, on the road, uh, like 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 a highway on the um, like near near the entrance to Chester and Hester's mm -hmm. Dinorama, uh, they were they were trying to create a carnival, if you will, um, and uh, that the the whole story behind it is that uh, there were so many archaeologists and paleontologists, they were like, oh yeah, we'll we'll make our money this way, and that's why they opened up the gift the gift shop and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
And I think that's uh, a cheap way <laughs> to, yeah. to, to, to make that happen. So I think what I think would be super cool is is to get out of the dinosaur world. We have the dinosaur ride. We've got that. So let's separate this. What's next is like, oh, next is because we've dug so far in this dinosaur world. We've actually found dragon bones. Dragon yeah. bones exist. Dragons are real. So let's so let's get on this dragon dark ride oh, and beautiful. figure and, and like like so it's basically a journey to the center of the earth, which is at um Tokyo. Thank you, Tokyo. It's it, it's in Japan. Uh and uh, and like do this whole you know, dragon dark ride. We're trying to figure out where this dragon is. And then we we're, we come face to face with this huge, like dragon animatronic. And that's, that's the kind of basis of the ride. I just think we can do, uh, especially because Dino, uh, what's it called? Primal world is closed. I think we can do better than yeah. Chester and Hester's, um, uh, Chester and Hester's Dino Rum. I think we can do better. So that's my, uh, that, that's my attraction. I tell it to everyone that my least favorite section out of any Disney park is the Dino Land. And yeah. I know that there are some people that love it, but I'm like, it, it, I don't care that there's a backstory. It's kind of like you're saying, Sage. It's, it's very half hearted. Um, and it doesn't feel right with the rest of this Animal Kingdom vibe that's mm -hmm. so well themed and yeah. so peaceful. And then all of a sudden you're in a carnival. And I don't know about you. But the last thing I think of when I think of a carnival is like peaceful nature walk. <laughs> like, right. I feel stressed and I just, I don't know. I think it's a tacky addition. I do love the dinosaur ride. Um, but yeah, the rest of the, the rest of the land, I'm like, it can go. <laughs> I just have this image of like Imagineers being like, no, but it's so detailed. Look at this crack in this cement that I put here to make it look like a road. Totally like, on accident. I know. Totally on purpose. <laughs> Thanks for checking out our bonus episode. And now back to our regularly scheduled listening. Programming? Listening. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>